No, no. Who's there? Tank. Tank who? You're welcome. Hello, fans. <laughs> Hello, Ben. And welcome to one of those weeks. So, how you been? Not too bad. Yourself? How have you been? Uh, not too bad. Week from hell this week. The universe is not like me at all. Oh dear. Yes, it's been one of those weeks. I'm afraid. Hence the title of this podcast. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, how has your week been, Fez? Well, where do you want me to start? Oh, today well, I've been well. off. Today I've been off work. Not been well. Oh dear. So, I know, yeah. Um, I think that's because we've got the got damp in the living room, so that's been all torn apart. The floor's been ripped up. So good. it's not, not been good. a great. It's, it's been one of those weeks, Ben. <laughs> it has, it has indeed. So is that the worst thing that's happened to you this week, apart from being ill? Uh, quite possibly. Quite okay. possibly. But they're like destro- they're absolutely destroying the living room. So is it just, yeah, just, just general mould then? Just general damp? It's just damp. It's not mould. What happened, what's happened is whoever's lived here before has left the chimney top uncovered and the rain's got in and it was just full of soot. And obviously, because that's damp as it is, it's damped the whole floor, walls, everywhere in the living room, basically. Not good. Not good at all. I bet your missus is impressed, isn't she? Well, she loves it. She can flirt with the builders, can't she? <laughs> you be careful, because she'll end up listening to this podcast. It, it, it's one of them weeks for me, but she's loving it. Well, as long as there's someone that's happy. So, <laughs> um, should we tell the audience about why you are called Fez? Maybe they might be interested. Well, does anybody know? <laughs> I think uh, I kind of have a hint. <laughs> I think... I think there's two reasons. I know my dad used to say I looked like Tommy Cooper as a kid, and obviously Tommy Cooper wore a fez. No, then, no, then, no that's not Tommy Cooper, is it? <laughs> no, I'd be careful with that one if I was you. Yeah, edit that bit out. Edit that bit out. <laughs> no, just like that. That's Tommy Cooper. That's it, that's it. Just like that. Yeah. So I think that's one of the reasons. And another reason is because we used to breed ferrets as kids. So yes, that's the reason I that's... Yeah, got used to breed ferrets and it just got shortened to Fez when I was in junior school and that was it. It's stuck ever since. And and 30, 30 years later, <laughs> 36 and, years later. <laughs> yeah, 30, 37 years later. You're older than me. I didn't realize you're older than me. Yeah. Good. Nineteen eighty. No, oh, you must have been a couple of months. You must. You summer baby then? No, October. My birthday's just gone. Oh, well, many congratulations! We'll send you <laughs> over a cake. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> so yes, the universe. It's definitely, it's definitely one of those weeks when your co-host forgets to uh, wish you a happy birthday. <laughs> yes, and, uh, and gets Tommy Cooper mixed up with somebody else that we probably shouldn't mention at all. <laughs> really. Well. So it's, that's good straight out the stable, isn't it, with this podcast? Oh, no. <laughs> it's 
So, Star, did you mean to go on? Star, did you mean to go on? Absolutely. So the universe hasn't been kind to me this week whatsoever. What's happened with you then? <laughs> so uh, my young son, my 15-month-old son, um, started off Sunday morning, woke up at one o'clock, and didn't go back to sleep till five. So oh, that was fun. I had to have a day's holiday that because I couldn't function whatsoever. So as you can imagine, it all went downhill from there. Wednesday, a man decided to, uh, I was driving him to work, and a man decided to casually give him his road rage towards me. I I thought I was driving reasonably well. Probably (laughs) wasn't, but I thought I was. (laughs) (laughs) I must have done something. He just yelled expletives at me, and then I made a right boob at work. We can but hope. Well, that's it. And um, I'm in the middle of trying to get rid of some spirits out of my house. Would you like to know about that? Yeah, go for it. Let's. Let, you know, I'm a spiritual man. You are a very spiritual man. We have some um, sharing shared interests, don't we? We so, do. Um, started. I don't know when it started. Now um, we basically have five spirits in the house. Six, maybe. Um, that all seem to congregate around my son. Conga round. Conga round. Do the conga. (laughs) Intercut with a bit of music, I'm sure. Um, (laughs) But no, congregate around my son. We see orbs nightly on on the uh, monitor when we're watching him. And just weird stuff. Toys have moved. Prams moved on its own. Showers have come on its own. Lights flickered, doors open and shut. We had a spiritualist guy around who claimed that he got rid of them. Yeah. I don't know if he did. We've got this little, apparently little girl in the house mm. that likes to play with James at three o'clock in the morning. Oh, um, dear. So, as you can imagine, that's not very fun every morning because we're trying to get him to walk and he needs his sleep to walk, doesn't he? So, yeah. um, Do you know where any of the spirits are? So, have, you had any, have you had any names or other than just a girl or things like that? Well, you're going to laugh at me again because you laughed at me on the phone the other night when I told you. <laughs> um, I went in James's room with the rods and I asked, yeah. I says, are there any spirits in here? And the, the rods move in towards you to say yes and they go out, as you know, to say yeah. no. It was answering my questions. It said, yes, the spirits are here. Uh, and then I, I says, um, are you a child or an adult? And it moved towards, yes, for an adult, a um, child, mm. sorry, sorry. Yeah. And then I says, um, what, I asked, uh, can I, can we basically find out what is, what a name is? Yeah. I went through the alphabet to start with and landed on F and I said, your name begin with F and it went in towards yes. So I says okay. Um and then I couldn't think of any <laughs> any <laughs> names beginning with F. So the first name I dropped on was Felicity. And I was like, 
That's a nice name. Nice name for a little girl. Yeah. And weirdly, the rods went inwards. Now, I don't know if this thing was playing with me as a bit of a joke, as if I got a sense of humour, because I couldn't think of anything on the spot. And then my my girlfriend says, why don't you say this and that? And I was like, oh, yeah. (laughs) There is quite a few, to be honest, (laughs) other than Felicity. And then, and then, no, I just quite like Felicity. So, (laughs) um... Well, yeah, it's, good, it's a fairly old-fashioned name as well, though, isn't it? Is it? Well, I don't know. Is it? Well, I'd say so. Well, Felicity can. Well, I suppose. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, yeah. That is true. I suppose it is old. Most F's, most female F's names are quite old, like Francis, Florence, Fiona, Fiona, Princess Fiona. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't say that's an oldest name. Um, but yeah, so it's it's just well we did it because you lent us you lent me your spiritualist kit, didn't you? Yeah, and we did. I the, did it. We Go did on. the pen. We did the pendulum. Yeah, and we asked. Um, what did we ask it? And my girlfriend, she asked, um, "Is it human?" Mm-hmm. And it said no, and I says it. My girlfriend says, Egan Harms, it said no. And then she says, Can you leave? I was sat on the door. I sat on the door, sat on the settee. Yeah. And I've never been so shit scared in all my life. The Mm. door literally swung open and hit the wall. Do you reckon that was. Whatever it was, leaving or direct coming in, or I think it was leaving because I think there's a, there is a negative entity in this house, and I yeah. think it's quite malicious, and I, and I think it does uh, play on our emotions as a family. Yeah. But anybody else could think I'm an absolute crackpot as well. So, mm-hmm. especially when I went around the house this week, burning sage. <laughs> Well, that's what you have to do. That, that, that's called smudging. I don't know whether you know that. Um, yes, I've heard the term. But ever since, yeah. ever since I've been dabbling in this, let's say, paranormal, shall we say, yeah. Yeah. I've had nothing but bad luck. And I, I, I feel as I've changed as a person. In a bad way or yeah, positive, no, negative um, way? In a negative way. My, my girlfriend says I have. So I'm not going to dabble anymore. No. I'm going to leave it. If it's affecting me that much, I'm going to leave it. I think it's a case with the paranormal. I know it sounds silly, but it's a case of knowing what you're doing and what you're dealing with. Absolutely. Absolutely. If you're just wanting to dabble and get in into it to find stuff out, it's difficult. Because obviously I've done my paranormal investigations, but I've been with quite high... Have done it if you understand that. No, absolutely, yeah, yeah. Like, absolutely. I've been like with Richard Felix, who's the Derbyshire historian. Uh, I met up with the Most Haunted Team. Oh, I tell you done... what, I t- sorry to interrupt. We ought to get we could um, we could have a bit fielding on as a guest, and we can get Richard Felix on as a guest. What do you reckon? Well, we can have a go. I wouldn't uh, put them on at the same time, but we could have a go at getting them on separately. No, definitely. no, yeah, we'll get them on separately so they can yeah. air their views. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, but I, um, I told you um, the other day that I'm on that we listen to a certain podcast. Yes, we do. We're both uh, fans of him. Very big fans of him, Jim Harold in across the pond. Yep, Jim Harold's campfire. Yes, and he does several others, but I am on. I am on campfire in two weeks' time. Is it in two weeks? Uh, November the second. Oh, you've actually spoke to the legend that is Jim Harold. I will be speaking. So I've spoken to his personal assistant, I think, and we've arranged the time and date. And then yeah. we're going to be speaking about what's happened in this spooky house. Oh, that's brilliant. So I'm really excited about it. I'll listen to his entire back catalogue of episodes. They're really good, aren't they? They are. It, yeah. He's done that many. It's unless you're part of his because he's got this Jim Harold club type thing, hasn't he? A Patreon type thing. Oh, the plus club. Yeah, the plus. Club. Yeah, and that goes all the way back to about 2004, 2005. Because he is one of the OGs, isn't he? He is. Oh, he is the OG. He is the OG of podcasting, and I think there's a couple in the James Bond community as well that are around that time. Yeah, yeah. Um, but he's, we could hopefully try and get him in on as a guest. We could have a go. There's no harm in trying. So, have you had, had any experiences, Fez, with the paranormal? Well, as you know, I am a bit of an investigator. I do a bit of stuff locally to where. I live, Codner Castle and Farmhouse. Yeah. Which dates and years the the land anyway, and part of the um, farmhouse does certainly. And we've had quite a few apparitions and noises going off there. That's where most haunted did their live investigations. But I think I remember, remember, I think I remember that was that was one of the early days, wasn't it? That was one of the early episodes. They did. They did do one fairly. I think they've been there three times. Oh, have they? Yeah. They went early on, then they went late on, because it was an experience place as well. They used to sell tickets and do, like, a most haunted experience there. Yeah. Oh, that, I bet that was cool. Well, I, I did it anyway, didn't I? <laughs> oh, yeah, you did it. <laughs> well, the only it was because I was part of the Heritage Trust. I was part of the um, Codner Castle Trust that helps protect the castle protect the farmhouse and things like that yeah from, from vandals and stuff because there's that much history there it was actually built the castle was built by um henry the seventh for henry the eighth when he was a prince so going quite going going back a fair bit then oh the castle is yeah but because henry the seventh died quite soon and henry the eighth became king it didn't get turned into this huge landmark type thing that was staying there, if you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah, it, yeah. It was built, but because the prince became the king, it was sold off to the uh, Dizouches, I think. I think it was the Dizouches from Leicester that bought it. Oh, well, you learn something new every day. Well, I'm full of knowledge about that place. Anyway, back to the hauntings. Um, <laughs> I, don't know if, I don't know if I want to carry on talking about the hauntings. <laughs> the, um, attic, the attic in the farmhouse was definitely haunted. I've obviously I've been to Sunai House in Burton. I've done the Edinburgh tunnels. Um, so oh, I've, I've have you done? Have you? Sorry to interrupt. Have you done the Stone Circle in Edinburgh? 
I don't think we did the stone circle because I think we've spoke about this before. So um, if we if we mention it to the listeners, because obviously we we talked amongst ourselves. Yeah. So my my girlfriend went to Edinburgh about ten years ago, and went in uh, on a ghost walk. To I don't know where the stone circle is actually is, hmm. and she stepped inside the stone circle, but the the ghost guy said not to step in if you're in a vulnerable position. Yeah, I think that's what I think that's what he said. And Charlene, what stepped in, and she felt weird when she stepped in into the circle. So that was a bit spooky. Mm. So I don't know if, if something's like followed about. Because <laughs> they do so have that... tendencies to do that. It's the same with there's there's um, a Sunai House in Burton. It's just on the outskirts of Burton. But there's a which is hanging tree there, and when yeah. we went, when we went, we all got told not to touch this tree. Right. And we found out on the tour that we did this, yeah, so and so, yeah, ignored everyone, went straight up to it and started touching it, kicking it, and being an absolute Door idiot. Knob. Yeah. <laughs> and we found out that on his way home to Northamptonshire, he lost control of his car and died. <laughs> so the moral of that story, kids, is don't touch, that, if somebody tells you not to touch a tree, then you don't touch a tree. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like if someone says don't step in a stone circle. <laughs> don't step in a stone circle. Yeah. But no, I, I think I'm stepping away from the, the ghost. I'll let the professionals deal with it. <clears throat> Yeah. Excuse me. <clears throat> Let the professionals deal with it. Yep. Oh, I'll, I'll still carry on. Well, you know what you're doing. <laughs> I don't. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I'm not. I wouldn't class myself as a professional, but I, like you say, I know what I'm doing. But I, I wouldn't know. It's so safe. <clears throat> Excuse me. I'll throw my throat tonight. So, say if I was talking to say my nana who passed away five years ago or supposedly talking to my nana who passed away five years ago yeah i wouldn't know if that's a demon interpreting interpreting my nana well that's it yeah have you ever been have you ever been to a clairvoyance or anything like that i haven't i i mean i am interested because we get to the bottom of a lot of things i think yeah it just depends on which ones you go to because obviously <clears throat> You look them up and research them before you book into a clairvoyant. Yeah, I've researched, excuse the pun, researched the hell out of it. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's the thing. I went to one once and she said to me, what's your name so I can book you in? And I just said, Fez. Oh, that's all I said. Yeah. And she goes, oh, no, uh, can I have your real full name? And I goes, no. I goes, if, if you need that, you're going to search Facebook, Instagram. She can look me up anywhere on the internet with this day and age. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. And to look at all my history on what I've been up to over the past, well, whenever I joined Facebook, really. Yeah, well, that's true, isn't it? That's why I, it's like your tarot card readings, your palm readers. Yeah. It's like they can just, like you just say, go online and download your complete history and charge you 250 quid for the privilege. Well, that's it, yeah. As, as we, live, we live in a rip-off society that we scamming society that we live in. Yeah. But I think we'll keep that for another episode. Oh, yeah, definitely. 
Any, we, anyway. We could have about two hours on that. Oh, and the rest. Shall yeah. we pop over to our news newsroom with our lovely yes. lo- lovely anchorman, Mark, and see what Let's he's got. Let's go over got. to Mark. Let's go over to Mark and see what he's got for us today. Welcome to one of those weeks' news bulletin. In the news this week, Henry Cavill returns as Superman. Prime Minister Liz Truss has finally resigned after 45 days in office. And Graham Norton finds himself in deep water. So. Thanks, Mark. Thanks, Mark. That was uh, wonderfully done. And I asked him to do it with grandiose and gravitas. And I think he delivered, didn't he? If I knew what them words meant. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It just means funny and posh. Yeah. So, Henry Cavill has been officially confirmed after nearly 10 years. Yes, 10 years. 10 years since Man of Steel. Uh, And this one's going to be Man of Steel 2 as well, isn't it? They're going to keep with the old... Well, they reckon it's going to be Man of Steel or they reckon it's going to be Superman of Steel. Oh. So they're going to tinker with it. But apparently, obviously, Dwayne Johnson did his new film... Black Adam. Yeah, I'm not going to spoil it for anybody. Obviously, I've spoiled it for myself. Because um, oh I went online, I always do it. I tell myself every time, Ben, don't do it. But I can't wait, and I go online and ruin it for myself. Spoilers. Um, spoilers alert. Turn off your. <laughs> put us on mute. Do whatever you want. No, don't, don't. We need listeners, Ben. We need <laughs> listeners. <laughs> well, I'm not going to. I'm not going to say what happens in the, in the post-credit scene. But it is it's major major turning point for DC now, going forward. And yes, I think they're they're looking for scriptwriters um, right now for Man of Steel too. Maybe you should put yourself forward, Fez. What do there you go then. Do it. Put your name forward. <laughs> but for anybody that's listening who doesn't know, Ben is a magnificent film director, scriptwriter, producer. Oh, I'm, I'm, just... bl- I'm blushing now, Fez. I'm blushing. <laughs> I'm blushing. I well, have, cool. I, I have, um, I have danced and dabbled in the world of filmmaking that I need to get back oh, to. Yes, I definitely. Do to, but um, due to COVID and having a son, I don't have much time at the moment. Yeah. But I do want to get back to it. anyway. Um, going back to Mr. Cavill, so he's going to be the, apparently going to be the anchor for the new DC universe. Oh wow. So the building out was with Henry Cavill and Superman, and I have a I have a big theory about why Superman hasn't been around. Ooh, would you like to? It's a bit it's a bit conspiratorial. I don't know if you should go down that road, but do it. So, um, the world's in chaos. Uh, Which it is. (laughs) Using threatening nuclear annihilation and God knows what else and everybody at each other's throats if it's not being politically correct about this, that and the other and everyone needs a bit of hope right now don't they? They need need something. They need Yeah, by far. And what does Superman stand for? Yeah. What does what does the symbol on Superman's chest mean? Super. In Christopher Nolan's, well, 
in Zack Snyder's Superman, sorry, this symbol meant hope. He was the house of hope. All right. Thanks for that. <laughs> yeah, I just thought I'd tell you. And I think they purposely kept Superman out of the limelight to not give people hope. Yeah, it's good. It works. If you've seen Superman return, crane, crane, planes crashing to the ground. Yeah. Crashing into that stadium. And Superman saves the day. He saves the plane. Yeah. Everyone, everyone, they don't want that. The elite, yeah. inverted commas, they don't want us uniting together. So they don't want us to see Superman. Well, it's, mm. that's my theory anyway. <laughs> how do you feel about Henry Cavill coming back as Superman after 10 years? Would you uh, have given it someone excited. else? Or... Yeah, oh, yeah? So, yeah, very excited. I loved, I loved Man of Steel. Yeah. Dawn of Justice, yeah. What did you think to it? It was all right, but I'm I'm old school. I still like Christopher Reeves and things like that. So yeah, you can't beat it. You can't beat it. But I think the modern age, Cavill's, yeah, that Man of Steel was was really good. Really underrated as well. Um, yeah, it was underrated. See, I like Dawn of Justice. I think Ben Affleck's Batman is like the one of the top Batman. Oh, I don't know. Really? You're going to tell me about Adam West now, aren't you? No, Adam West's Mayor West in Family Guy. That's that's Adam West. (laughs) But uh, I liked Michael Keaton. Yeah, I I don't know. Well, he's the OG of the universe. I I don't know. I I like the film. I like Christian Bale as well. See, I wasn't keen on Christian Bale. I don't know. Obviously, you can't beat the Dark Knight. Dark Knight is just uh, mesmerising. But, um, yeah. So, I was a fan of Val Kilmer as well. You've got Michael Keaton, Val Kilmer. Val Kilmer. A bit more. Batman Forever. Yeah. I know it was a bit more cheesier and comical rather than dark. Do you know what I mean? And George Clooney with the nipples. Yeah, can't beat that. <laughs> can't beat a bit of the clean meister with no. the nipples. Clooney <laughs> nipples, you can't beat a bit of Clooney's nipples. <laughs> but yeah, no, going back to Henry Cavill, I, I'm, I'm really looking forward to the future of DC now, and um, I'm glad Dwayne Johnson fought for him because it, took, it yeah. took, took him six years to fight for him. Yeah. Six years to get Superman back. Yeah, because apparently well, the, old, the old regimes. Well, sorry, Fez. The old regime didn't want him back. Well, if anyone can do it, it's the Rock, isn't it? Well, he's like he's like our Swartz, and he's like Arnie from the eighties, isn't he? He's yeah, he's our Arnie. Anyway, so that was a bit of good news this week. About the only bit of good news. Yeah. So, uh, well, this next bit. <laughs> this Next bit, Big Ben chimes. Big Ben chimes. Dong. Liz Truss has lasted how long? Was it forty-seven days? Forty-five or four, somewhere around there. Yeah. Shortest reign as prime minister. Yeah. Shortest, shortest reign. 
What on but, earth is going? What on it, earth is going on down there? The, the weird thing is, it was the shortest <laughs> rain, but historically, it's one of the biggest rains because we lost Queen. Queen. So yes, she was the last. She was the last prime minister. Of, so she's the last prime minister of the Queen. Yeah. And the last prime minister of the first king, if that makes sense. Yeah. The, the first prime minister of the first our king. Yes, that's correct. Yeah, that's right. The last, last prime minister of Queen Elizabeth and the first prime minister for King Charles. King Charles. What do you think to King Oh, Charlie boy? What do you reckon? I think he'll do all right. He'll do a good job. Yeah, he'll do a good job. He'll he'll keep us steady. I'm not going to. I'm going to sound big-headed now, but I have spoke to him and shook hands with the man. So, uh... oh, do do in line. Do tell us about your um, your uh, brief encounter. I've, I've met him a few times, to be fair. It just sounded good. It just sounded good. Now, we used to go to a thing in Coventry called there was two. There was the Royal Show and the Town Country Festival. And when it was the Royal Show, there was always so many members of the royal family there. Yeah. And uh, this one occasion, I think, I forgot who went, I think it was Andrew or someone or Philip and the Queen were going round. And then on the Saturday, it was announced that Charles was there. Yeah. Obviously, Prince Charles at the time. And uh, I said to my dad, I goes, I'm going to meet him and shake his hand and have a chat with him. And he goes, oh, well, yeah, whatever. So off I top. <laughs> I was only, I, was, I must have been in my teens, early teens, probably. Yeah. And I just wandered off to where the queuing was and everyone was standing about, pushed my way in to the front. And Charlie come around shaking out, hello, 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 and all this. <laughs> and it's just, we just had, we had a conversation for about five minutes. Oh, what did you talk about? All sorts, town, the, the showground, um, what we'd done that day, sort of thing. If we're, well, they're, they're big agricultural people, aren't they? So he was asking, I've been to see yeah, the cattle. Yeah. He said, Have you been to see the cattle? Have you been to the agricultural area? What, what are you looking forward to? Because they always had hot air balloons at the end and parachutes, and I used to love them as a kid. And uh, I just says, oh, I'm waiting for the hot air balloons and all this. And he goes, oh, right, I'll be gone before then. <laughs> <It's> like, <okay. laughs> That's quite a good impression, Fez. You should do impressions. <laughs> <laughs> it's not as good as Harry Enfield's on the Windsors. Yeah, I've had some ops out for a while. So, you met Charlie Boy. I did. Well, that's good. That's good. A good bit of information. Shall we move on get to our... on the podcast? Hey, <laughs> I thought you were going to say, "Shall we try and get Charlie on the podcast?" Then, <laughs> hey, can you imagine that? Just a <laughs> ran, random podcast that he turns up, going, "Well, hello, Ben and Fez. Yeah. Uh, this is a rather, rather just a general chit chat." Uh... <laughs> I remember meeting you many years ago at uh, the Royal Showground. <laughs> Well, thanks, Charlie. <laughs> cheers, Charlie boy. Yeah, cheers, but, Charlie. Uh, on a bit more yeah, seriously, I, I think I think coming on. Hey, can you can you imagine him coming on? It's brilliant. <laughs> no, I'm uh, no, I'm. It's, it's been one of those weeks. <laughs> I uh, 
Oh yes, it's been horrendous. God, yeah. I can't imagine. Can't, I wouldn't even know what to say to him. Or I wouldn't even know what to ask him. Oh, I would. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, first thing I'd ask is how many red boxes have you opened so far? <laughs> oh God, yeah. I I still think he's going to try and get power back from Parliament. Um. Well, if we have any more like Liz Trush and the rest of them, then I don't see why not. <laughs> and I think it'll be, I, I won't surprise because Verity has done again. Um, I won't be surprised if it turn, it goes towards like the king or the monarch appointing the prime minister instead of the public. Yeah, well, the public do, but the monarch has to accept it. Yeah, but I'm, I mean, like, in a more formal way. Yeah, it'll go straight to the monarch yeah. rather than the people. Because, obviously, yeah. they can say no, can't they? Yeah. Well, they should but have said no to bloody Liz Truss, shouldn't they? Well, I think they should have said no to the past four of them, to be honest. 40 years? <laughs> well, yeah, I'm not. <laughs> I don't know. But... I think, well, I don't know who the last decent prime minister was. Well, I'm not airing my views on public radio. Actually. Well, um, I've got no. to give hats off to Tony Blair. When to we start had the... with, well, then he just went downhill rapidly. Yeah, through the Diana crisis and stuff like that, I think he did a fairly decent job. But saying that, am I just thinking of what's his name? Him who played him in The Queen. Um, uh, I want to get this right now. Michael Sheen. I was going to say it's a Sheen, but I wasn't sure which Sheen it was. Michael, because he played Cluffy and everyone as well. He did Tony Blair, yeah. Clough. Was he Frost in Frost? Well, yeah, he was. He, uh, yeah, he's got a face that fits, hasn't he? Well, that's it. Am I thinking of how good he portrayed Tony Blair than actually... Tony Blair doing a good job, if that makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> I think, yeah, I think... Uh, what's his name? Michael Sheen. Michael, Michael Sheen. Sheen. I think Michael Sheen did a better job than Tony Blair in playing himself. Well, that's what, I'm, that's what I'm trying to get at. Am I thinking that Michael Sheen <laughs> was a good Tony Blair and Tony Blair was bloody rubbish, but Michael Sheen made him good? Yeah, Michael Sheen made him good, yeah. Yeah. Like Gillian Anderson made Margaret Thatcher good. Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, yeah, we'll leave that one. We'll leave that one. Yeah. Anyway, last last article. What about Graham Norton then? Cancelling his Twitter account and all that. Because <laughs> he's because he's actually I don't know what to say because I've got to mind my P's and Q's and I don't want to be <laughs> Oh, go for it. We could can... Me. Yeah, so basically he put across his opinion, <clears throat> I think, about cancel culture. Yeah. And he said, is. cancel culture isn't cancel culture, it's accountability. Yeah, correct. And then went and deleted his Twitter. Because <laughs> he didn't want to be accountable for what he said. <laughs> yeah, but what I agree with what he said. Yeah, it's is people need to be held accountable for what they say and do. Yeah, but it's like you're saying, people are going on Twitter and saying, oh, it's all council culture. How can a council culture? Because he's talking about 
talking. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's, you know, it's, it's just, no one has accountability anymore. No. You know, and it's turned out to be this cancel culture where they'll just cancel you for saying something yeah. that they don't agree with. Well, no. You say what you want to say, but be held accountable for what you say. Correct. Surely. So like, yeah. if you or me said something that offended people, we would be held accountable for that, what we'd said. Yeah. You know, and we would hold our hands up and say, okay, if it's offended you, we apologise, but we have the right to say it. Yeah, or if you stick to what you said, may may offend some people, but if you stick to it and that's what you believe, then you just say, look, that's my belief. I'm not saying sorry for it. I need to apologise for what I believe in. Well, that's it, but people are, are backtracking on that, aren't they? And it's like, and it's you know, just to save face... I can understand some things, but when people have said things in the past, I'm not getting down the operation, but people have said things in the past that were all right in that generation. And people from this day and age are turning around saying, well, you shouldn't say that, but it was acceptable back then. This is what people aren't understanding. Just for those uh, listeners that may be globally... Operation Utree was a massive police investigation yeah. into um, criminality with, with certain celebrities during the... Was it the early 2000s and the early 2010s, was it? 2010s. 2010s. It was a big operation about famous, well-known old celebrities. Well, not all of them were old. Yeah, yeah that's it. About yeah. paedophilia. Yeah, basically. It was paedophilia. Yeah. Where, like I said, I'm not going down that route. The people, that comedians and uh, other celebrities, should I say, that have made jokes in the past that were acceptable back then. Absolutely, because that was the decade in which it was said. Yeah. Jim Davidson's a prime example. He he did a... But he did a quite a few characters, should I say? Yeah, just be, just don't, don't just don't say. <laughs> oh no! But he did certain characters back then. Yeah. People yeah, still find funny today, but because of the society and the world we live in now, it's not accepted today. But you take you take like um, sitcoms like Faulty Towers, Only Fools and Horses, and exactly. Even, even maybe keeping up appearances, they would not be allowed to be made today because of accountability of what people, yeah, have to, you know, they have to be made accountable for what they say and do. Whereas before, whereas before, the writer of a series could write a joke and that'd be it. Yeah, well, I was watching, um, Waiting for God the other day, I've got one. God on DV. Yeah. I don't know whether you can remember that. It was Stephanie Cole. Yeah, yeah, vaguely, yeah. And some of the stuff that was coming out of the mouths then, it's sort of because of how the world is today. But I also laughed because of it was funny. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. But it was still politically incorrect, isn't it? It's yeah. still PC. 
PC, but again, so what going back to Graham Norton, what Graham Norton is saying, I believe, reading between the lines, is saying it's not cancel culture, it's accountability for what you said. Yeah. And you can say what you want to say within reason, but be accountable for it. Still <laughs> <laughs> like your Twitter account, yeah. <laughs> So that's that's the news. Thanks, Mark. Thanks, Mark. Yes, thank you, Mark. Same again next week, please. If we if we're not cancelled by then. <laughs> <laughs> so there's, um, there's more grand podcasts than this one, Benjamin. <laughs> so your previous week then, Fez, would you change anything that you'd done, or would you go about anything differently, maybe? Uh, this past week, I'd be better. I think that's why I've got a dicky stomach today. <laughs> have you been eating, eating rat burgers again? <laughs> not this week. Not this week. It's not been a rat burger this week. Um, but I have had quite a few energy drinks, which are bad for you. Yeah, you need to cut them out. You need... The trouble is, I go to work and take energy drinks with me as well, because obviously I do... Uh, weekends I do um, hosting and obviously it's through the middle of the night or early morning just to say so I like to have a swallow of uh, energy drink to keep me going <laughs> <laughs> why don't you drink coffee why don't you have a couple of shots of coffee because coffee is just as bad <laughs> it's yeah, still but it's not... yeah I know but it's not as bad as the energy drinks I've seen videos there I don't touch it if I need a bit of energy I'll go for Lucozade that's an energy drink. Yeah, but it's not. It's not. <laughs> it's not as bad as the monster. I think stuff. now you brought up Lucasade. I think it's which one you have. I think the original was brought out to help sickness and get your energy back up. Yeah, yeah. Well, obviously, they brought out stupid flavors, orange and black currant and all that. They're the ones that could damn it. And the orange, the orange gives me really bad acid. There you go then. The original was made as a medicine, as daft yeah. as it sounds. And when I'm really poorly, like saying I have the man flu, yeah. I will I will ask the girlfriend to go to the shop and get me some Lucozade. Or if I'm yeah. feeling really up for it, I'll, I'll walk myself and get a bit of fresh air. I'll just end up in hospital. I'll just... <laughs> silly boy, silly boy. I'll, I'll book <laughs> myself into a better hospital and have a week off. Yeah, we, I'll be paying for you with my taxpayer's money. <laughs> well, yeah, but I get a bit of peace and quiet. <laughs> Apart from when you get someone snoring. I've, I've, I've been in the hospital loads of times. And I've had two strokes, heart attack. What else do I need? <laughs> yeah. Well, no, now I'm okay. drinking energy drinks. So, but other than that, Ben, my week's been brilliant. <laughs> you sound like a barrel laughs. What would I? What would I change this week? I would change not being at well. Yeah, I wish James would sleep. My son would sleep more. <coughs> Naturally, yeah. I'm a parent. Um, I'd change. Um, use more. I think I would use my brain more. <laughs> but, surely you do that. Surely you want that every week, don't you? Yeah, but the tiredness it kind of all turns into one. Sort yeah. of thing. So, um, and not make so much silly. I'm going to swear now. Stupid fuck ups at work that 
Oh yeah, yeah. But, well, um, yeah. but we we all do it, and it's been it's been corrected next week by me because I made the disaster. So, um, yeah, we all make mistakes, Ben. I know, but I'm a proud man. <laughs> oh yeah, so am I. Um, Try not um, swearing on a live radio broadcast. <laughs> no, I've heard worse. <laughs> <laughs> so, Fez, what are your goals for next week? Have you got any goals planned? <laughs> stop drinking energy drinks. <laughs> yeah, stop drinking energy drinks would be uh, one. I don't know, really. Uh, goals for next week. Make it to work. Yeah, um, that's a good one. Don't beat the kids up as much as I have done. <laughs> <laughs> what, mentally or physically? A bit of both, really. <laughs> <laughs> Going back to the start of the podcast where I says that uh, our living room's being smashed a bit, so I'm tempted to put the kids underneath it, to be honest with you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. I've got that you've to got come, yeah. To come. Yeah, you've got it all to come. I've, well, mine are... Nine and seven now. Mine's only 15, well, 14, 15 months, I think. I think he's 15 yeah. next week. So. Well, the nine-year-old's a girl, and she's going on 27, wearing makeup, bloody nail varnish, comes down smelling of perfume. She wants to do this, that, and the other, talking about who she fancies, how many boyfriends she's got. And then Hugo, the lad who's seven, is just a nightmare. You ask him what he wants to be when he grows up, he says a serial killer. Um, all you hear from him out of his bedroom is laughing like Pennywise, the clown. <laughs> he comes and sits in, in your bedroom early in the morning when you're awake, well, when you're still asleep, and starts doing Pennywise impressions, saying that oh, he's going to drag me into the sewers and stuff like that. <laughs> you have to get checked out. <laughs> oh, the lads are fruit loop. Have you seen but then again, then again, I know he's mine, so... <laughs> Yeah, just quick, just quick. Have you seen? There's a there's a horror film coming out. I can't remember what it's called. Megan. No, I've I've watched the trailer. Oh my god! Scared the shit out of me. Which one? There's this guy, just a normal bike, and he's doing stuff in his house. He starts walking across the landing, and the the attic door opens, and as he's walking across, he stops, and these really long fingers come out of the door. Mm. And the door opens, and it's this weird. It's it's weird. I can't I can't remember what it's called, but it's, I'm still get Monday. I'm still thinking about it now. The trailer or the film? The trailer. Yeah, I'll have to have a look. The trailer, big time. I can't do. Girlfriend loves our, our girlfriend loves ours. I can't. We've just watched all the paranormal activities again. Yeah, I've, gone to, I've watched them that many times. I can kind of cope with them now. <laughs> Good horror film. But goal for me next week. Or um, I need to get back to me writing big time. Yep. Um, I need to get back to that. I wanted to get back to being me a little bit more. Um, we'll be. Out and not sleeping and eating badly, so I want to try and get back to the old laughy jokey then. So, um, hopefully, this will help. Yeah, fingers crossed. I'm hoping it will do. Sorry, listeners, it's like a therapy session. 
Well, obviously, hopefully next week, touch wood, I say as I'm in my studio and you're in your office, we'll be together next week, or at least in the next couple of weeks, we'll get together and do it face-to-face. Yeah, and I think we'll have more, yeah, because we are doing it over the uh, the airwaves, as it were, aren't we, folks? <laughs> yeah, so a bit of multiverse. A bit of a multiverse done, which is being bled dry, but um, no, I want to... Yeah, so I want to do a bit of writing. I want to it's try and eat a bit healthier. Just where my mindset is at the moment, I can't. It's mm. hard. And just try and hope and spread a bit of laughter to others, really, I think. Yeah. Yeah. That's is that your aim for next week or your yeah. goals for That's my aim for next week. So it's so we going to do this podcast next Friday and listeners as well that's what this podcast is all about we want to give yeah. a bit a bit of fun a bit of a giggle you know nothing serious yeah just spread a bit of hope and you know let people tune in eventually well we'll get around to how this should how the podcast is going to going to progress across well that's depending if we get listed of course correct but we've got to get those listeners and hopefully eventually we'll get some sponsorships and uh, go from there. Mm-hmm. So, uh, so, so how we, can um, people, uh, go on, Ben, how can people and listeners get in touch with the show if they want to? So you can find me at Blow Director, that's B-L-W-R-E on Twitter and Instagram. And uh, I'm on LinkedIn as Ben Blore as well, but I mainly do Twitter these days. I do Instagram as well. So at Blore Director on all platforms. Um, and you, and you, Fez, and you. I'm just Fez Seagrave on everything, mate. <laughs> <laughs> Good old Fez Seagrave. Yeah, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, you name it, I'm on it. And don't forget, we have now got the email for the podcast. Which is one of those weeks, 22 at gmail.com. Drop us a line if you want to chat to us. Either Fez or I will respond. And once um, again, Ben, what's that podcast? What's that podcast? What's that email? It's one of those weeks, 22 at gmail.com. And did you know if you want to leave us a voice recording on Anchor, you can. If you will share a link, or either myself or Ben, I'll tell Ben how to do it. You can share a link. <laughs> On the Anchor app, where you can record your own little bit if you want to get in touch with the show as well. It'll probably be easier to send us an email, but if you want to uh, let us hear your voice, go over to Anchor and uh, drop us a message. Absolutely. Tell us how your week's been. Tell us how you want to improve. If you want to have a moan, if you want to have a laugh, or if you want to send a silly little joke. We love it all. You can tell us how good or crap we're doing, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> so, with that little um, number over, shall we have our uh, theme tune players out, Fez? Why not, Ben? And I shall see you next week. Thanks for listening, everybody. Uh, yes, thank that goes to that goes twice, and we hope you've enjoyed this. Hopefully, one of many, Fez. We hope, yeah, don't we? We do. Okay, then. Well, Fez, Don't thank mind. you very much, and I'll see yeah. you next week. Yeah. It's goodbye from Ben. And it's goodbye from Fez. Good lad. (laughs) Goodbye. Goodbye.